This is the Adams Road Podcast, an outreach of the Christian music ministry Adams Road. We study verse by verse through the Bible and share music filled with God's Word. Let's start today by listening through Acts chapter 16, verses 13 through 16. On the Sabbath day, we went outside of the city by a riverside where we supposed there was a place of prayer. And we sat down and spoke to the women who had come together. A certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple of the city of Thyatira, one who worshiped God, heard us, whose heart the Lord had opened to listen to the things which were spoken by Paul. When she and her household were baptized, she begged us, saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come into my house and stay. So she persuaded us. As we were going to prayer, a certain girl having a spirit of divination met us, who brought her masters much gain by fortune-telling. All right, moving on. Starting in verse 13. On the Sabbath day, we went outside of the city by a riverside, where we supposed there was a place of prayer, and we sat down and spoke to the women who had come together. A certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple, of the city of Thyatira, one who worshipped God, heard us. The Lord opened her heart to listen to the things which were spoken by Paul. When she and her household were baptized, she begged us, saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come into my house and stay. So she persuaded us. We've seen many times already, in the book of Acts, Paul's propensity to first seek out the Jews whenever he came to a new area. It was custom for him to first go to the synagogue to share Christ when he entered a new town. Now there was no synagogue in Philippi. The Jews met there by a river instead. And verse 13 only makes mention of women being present for their Sabbath day riverside gathering. You see, for a synagogue to be established, there needed to be at least 10 men. A quorum of 10 adult Jews is needed in Jewish communal prayer for certain components of the regular daily or Shabbat services. There probably just weren't enough Jewish men in Philippi for a synagogue. So Paul and his companions found where the Jews were gathering and spoke with the women there by the river. One of these women was Lydia, a seller of purple. She was probably well off, pretty much like a luxury saleswoman. At that time, purple dyes were costly and highly sought after. Lydia was from Thyatira, one of the seven churches mentioned in Revelation. In the first century, this city was well known for its dyeing industry, the hub of the purple cloth trade, maybe sort of like a modern-day New York or Paris, capitals of fashion. Luke notes in verse 14 that the Lord opened Lydia's heart to listen to the things that were spoken by Paul. Lydia's conversion was preceded by a work of the Lord softening her heart. Now, if open hearts lead to conversion, maybe that'd be a good thing to pray for when doing ministry outreach. Jesus said in John 6, No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. If you've come to know Christ, perhaps you too can relate to this. 
leading to your conversion? Did you ever at times sense God drawing you, preparing your heart to receive His Word, softening your heart? The Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 2, 14-16, But thanks be to God, who in Christ always leads us in triumphal procession, and through us spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of Him everywhere. For we are the aroma of Christ to God among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To one a fragrance from death to death, to the other a fragrance from life to life. Had the Lord not opened Lydia's heart to hear, perhaps what Paul shared would have been to her a fragrance from death to death, as one who is perishing. But with an open heart to hear, Lydia encountered Paul and the message he brought, the aroma of Christ to God as a fragrance from life to life among those who are being saved. She and her household believed and got baptized. Then she asked Paul to stay at her house. No doubt she was a good salesperson, this seller of purple, with how she craftily invites Paul, saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come to my house and stay. I mean, what choice did Paul have? If he says no, then he's saying he doesn't judge her faithful. Can there be any other response than yes? In all seriousness, hospitality is such a blessing. She was undoubtedly appreciative of Paul leading her and her household to Christ. She probably wanted to return some sort of blessing upon him through hospitality and enjoy each other's fellowship. Ever had a special attachment, appreciation for, and love towards someone who God used to just bless your socks off? I'd say it's probably natural to want to serve and spend time with that individual as a response. When Christ's light is radiating in us, people notice. To those who love the truth, they're not repulsed by it, but rather attracted to it. I'm reminded of Jesus among the Samaritans in John chapter 4. Once they got a little taste of Jesus, they wanted more. They asked him to stay with him, and he tarried a couple of extra days. In another instance, on the road to Emmaus, two disciples unknowingly ran into the resurrected Christ. As he spoke with them on the journey, they admitted later their hearts burned within them. They knew there was something special about this man and what he was saying. As they came near to the destination, Luke 24, 28-29 accounts that Jesus acted as if he was going further, but they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, for it is toward the evening, and the day is now far spent. So he went in to stay with them. Like this kind of reminds me of the song, Abide with me, tis even tide. And likewise, the Apostle Paul was letting the light of Christ within him shine. Lydia noticed and was impacted by it. She heard the word through Paul, believed, and got baptized, and then wanted Paul to stay a while. All right, let's keep reading, starting in verse 16. As we were going to prayer, a certain girl having a spirit of divination met us, who brought her masters much gain by fortune-telling. This girl brought her masters much gain, presumably because she was given supernatural insight into the lives of others by demons. Bible commentator James Boyce said, it actually says, she had a spirit of Pythona, 
that doesn't mean much to most of us, which is why it isn't translated literally. But Pythona was a certain kind of snake, a python. It is used here because the python was associated with the god Apollo, not far from Philippi, in this very area of Europe, there was a shrine to the Pythian Apollo. All right, so this girl had a spirit of divination. Do we know people like this today, modern-day mediums? We talked about this a bit back in Acts 8, when we covered Simon the Sorcerer. There are some famous mediums who have made quite a name for themselves, considered to be great in the sight of their fans. They've exercised their abilities and gained fame by it. There are even TV shows about some of these people. Celebrities flock to them for insight and to experience the miraculous. While some so-called mediums are probably cons and frauds, I believe some of them may actually possess supernatural abilities. Scripture indicates that Satan can perform false signs and wonders through people. Scripture also strictly forbids consulting with spirits, but this is what mediums do. They consult spirits, which are just demons, and acquire information and abilities that make them seem pretty special. We should avoid them in such activity at all costs. And here in Acts 16, 16, men were getting rich off this girl's perceived fortune-telling. People pursue the same sort of folly today people will compromise themselves and others in pursuit of worldly and financial success. But Jesus warns us, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? You see, when you listen to someone who consults with spirits and take their advice in pursuit of a better life, you're actually allowing demons to have influence over and control you. And we know from John chapter 10, that the thief comes only to kill and steal and destroy. You're gonna reap a lot of trouble if you head down that path. We shouldn't direct our gaze towards the enemy of all righteousness or towards those who consult demons. We should direct our gaze towards the righteous one, Jesus, the only one who can bring us truly abundant life. In Matthew 4, 9 through 11, Satan told Jesus that if he bowed down and worshiped him, Jesus could have all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And Paul wrote in 1 Timothy 6.10 that the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils. It's through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs. Ever cross paths with a clairvoyant? Did their spiritual abilities intrigue you? How many have begun a road down a dark path this started out with seemingly innocent inquiries. Don't be spellbound by what people can do, and as a result, begin to trust them. Trust Jesus alone and rely on His Word. Some may be tempted to listen to mediums because they amaze with the supernatural. Perhaps it's tempting to mess around with that stuff if you believe it'll help you get ahead in life, like these men here in Acts 16 were doing, but God's word warns in Deuteronomy 13 that we are not ever to listen to the words of those who amaze with signs and wonders if they try to turn us away to go after other gods. Nothing good will ever come from dabbling in that kind of nonsense. You can't play with fire and not get burnt. Or as the proverb puts it, 
Can one walk on hot coals and his feet not be scorched? That was Passover from the Adams Road album, Tongues of Fire. Now 
was not ashamed from the Adams Road album Immeasurable. Thank you. 
This is the Adams Road podcast, an outreach of the Christian music ministry Adams Road. You can learn more about us at AdamsRoadMinistry.com. Again, that's AdamsRoadMinistry.com. We release a new podcast episode every Saturday. Join us next episode as we examine Acts chapter 16, verses 16 through 19. Grace and peace be with you all.